0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk.
1: Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. I want to talk about the traffic in Cork and what is the story there. John is with us on the line. John, how are you affected by the uh, traffic situation here at the minute?
2: Hey, Andrea. How are you doing? Good. Welcome to Cork.
1: Thank you very much. Um... No,
2: it's just a. It's, it's it's more or less. Well, I I, I dropped some kids to college, and I'm, my work also, uh, you know, takes me across uh, the city, crisscrossing the city back and forward quite a number of times during the week and so on. So it, it's it's almost like a, a lack of planning, yeah, uh, or there's definitely uh, like a, a green agenda to make the the streets more green uh, with a lot of cycle lanes, bus lanes, and so on. Which uh, in theory it sounds great, but you know, it, you've seen yourself. It's a medieval city. It's quite small. The streets are quite small. Uh, so access to and in and out of the city it's it's just a bit crazy it's getting uh, almost a bit too much at this stage and you know that is like a perfect storm at the moment moment you have kind of lack of planning lack of foresight and then combine that with obviously lack of houses rental accommodation so everyone is now suddenly dropping their kids to college and i remember that my, my, my son just started college for the first time in september and the first morning i think everyone from all the suburbs said. There's no accommodation. We can't, you know, he can't stay in the city to go to college or she, and we're dropping them to college for the first morning. And it took hours just to get to college on the first day. Um, But like I said, that combined with, uh, you know, reduced waste and uh, accommodation for for traffic due to bus lanes, cycling. And the weird thing, I don't know if you've noticed, when you came to Cork, and it's great, I'm all for people cycling, i cycled to college Mm. for six years myself, but Uh, There is no one cycling, uh, apart from Deliveroo and some of the, you know, Just Eat delivery guys on cycle. There is no one cycling in the cycle lanes, And even the new, you know, amazing Dunkettle Kettle Roundabout, that's going to be fantastic. It has cycle lanes, which is, you know, five miles outside the city centre. I don't know where they're all going to go.
1: The I have to say I didn't notice the, the lack of cyclists, John. To be honest, uh, yesterday. But no. the one thing I did overhear and notice when I was in in the hotel, I was um, staying in the Metropole last night, and I could hear people openly talking about the uh, the Dun-Kettle Interchange. What's the story with it? What's going on?
2: Well, it's it's low. No, it's been going on for years, and, and I remember when they announced. But the, the traffic, uh, the, mo- the, the
1: traffic seems to have the, the whole traffic backup seems to be bumper to bumper, though in in recent weeks. It is.
2: It is, but they're opening new laneways and new uh, slipways and stuff from the kettle to ease traffic, which, you know, for, I remember they announced the the, the, uh, the tunnel, whatever it was, 10, 15 years ago, that was going to go under the River Lee to ease traffic and stuff into the city and around the city. And I remember saying to myself, the one thing I said to myself, my God, why didn't they build a sus- suspension bridge? Six lane suspension bridge, put Cork on the map, let it be the San Francisco of Ireland, and it would have eased all this. But the amount of times that tunnel has been closed due to damage, due to maintenance, and the sun realized that it has a fixed capacity because there's only a certain bore and waste to it. And now they're compensating. So all these slipways and, you know, get around stuff, they're compensating for the past couple of years to do this. But the world works have been chaos for the past four or five years. Mm, well, so and now they opening all these slipways and now it's starting to come to fruition but whether that's going to come through or not, it's to be seen really.
1: Yeah. Well, it's it, it's the new lane, as you mentioned, two of them, that that reopened or, uh, towards a the last... And the confusion. Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the last week of October and, and that has caused a lot of problems for motorists. They've been even telling me about this on, on, on Twitter since uh, in the past day or two, since I mentioned we were coming down. 1800 106 is the number. I mean, if you've been sitting in traffic at the, the Dunkettle Works there, I want to hear from you on the programme today. Kerry is with us as well, though, John. Kerry O'Neill is is from Fitzpatrick's food store. Um, how is the traffic situation affecting business at the Minicarry?
3: Um, yeah, I suppose the whole Dunkettle situation is a challenge right now. To, um, they have been opening segments, you know, at different times um, to try and relieve the traffic. But for the moment anyway, uh, it's just gotten worse over the last number of weeks. So I think that's because it's making everybody's journey into the island um, longer. Uh, people aren't coming down then out of it. You know, they would have come down to us, say, for lunch during the day, um, or people are trying to get out a little earlier because the journey home is taking longer. So generally, I think people's thing right now is just get in and get through the traffic as quickly as they can because it's taking them so much longer than their How usual longer, journey.
1: Carrie?
3: How much longer, Well, I I have girls that are coming to, to work for me, and now a, a, a journey that would have taken them maybe like... 35 minutes before has been taking them an hour and 10 minutes an hour and 15 so and like they're not necessarily coming at peak hours either that's the other thing and like so we have um deliveries going out as well to companies around Cork and that's been a huge challenge particularly in the last two weeks for some reason so like and obviously people book stuff for 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 certain time delivery and Mm. it's very challenging to get there um but I'm listening to John saying about the lack of planning and the lack of foresight here. Um, we've had our own experience here in Glen Pond with the whole cycle away that's been put in. And that was, I think, part of the reason that I was talking to yesterday, because um, we've had a really challenging situation and a really challenging year with what's going Tell on here. The because, car, Carrie. So they're, they're, they've put in a cycle away, which is obviously coming from the city and the aim is to go to Yall, um, which is great. It's a great amenity. Um, as he mentioned, uh, you know, it's not fully finished yet, but we this is very much just a leisure amenity. I haven't seen a lot of people on it yet. Um, I hopefully that will change because there's a lot of money being spent on this, a lot of money. But um, this has been put on the side by our business and a number of businesses along this route, and indeed a number of people's homes, obviously. Um, but the whole interaction with the council around this has been a, a real challenge, and. Um, we've resulted in a a really compressed car park here um, and for the last couple of months we've asked um, for the cycleway to be reduced by one metre which would still allow us to be within its parameters and actually indeed when it went out initially uh, to a parted planning application there was a three metre cycle path in front of our business and they constructed a four metre and it's just, there's been loads of incidents, accidents um, even last week there's been two two accidents in this locality. So the cycle path is now four metres and the carriageway where the cars are are three metres each. Um, so people trying to get into their local shop. We're the only local shop in Glencon, And this area is planned for huge development and um, trying to get in and out of the car park here now has been a big challenge for people and has been very detrimental for our business but also from a safety point of view it's a real concern um, but uh, we, we we haven't uh, been successful in that request unfortunately and again you know I, I'm not sure why because it, it's it's something that's easily it's easily done and it would really improve the situation here for the local people coming to their shop um, but for for whatever particular reason there's a, a refusal to do that so yeah all round this year has not been great because of this and as I say yeah, the amenity is gorgeous, and actually, from Glencon train station down towards the Elm Tree, there's beautiful planting and all of that. But I suppose my 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 thing here around it is, uh, you know, this is supposed to augment communities that it goes through. Indeed, from Cork through to Glanmire and down past and Middleton, I don't think something should be put in if it's going to be to the detriment of businesses and you know individual residents obviously Do need you to be think the cycle lanes
1: the cycle lanes here Carrie, have been to the detriment
3: um for us i can i can 100% tell you that because our sales dropped 160,000 in the first four months since this car park was put in mm. so i know for a fact that okay. is the case for us but the thing is is that um, i'm not asking for the cycle to be removed i'm just asking for it to be reduced to the same width so as it the car. needs to work for everybody absolutely yeah, and look, that's what it's about. And look, we're, we're in the business of making life easy for people. We cater, we feed people, you know, we do all family events and we cater for corporate people as well. So we're kind of used to kind of making things easy for people. Um, and that I, I, I had thought that would be the experience here. Like we, we would be spoken about, we're here 80 years in the community this year and um, our, i'm the fourth generation of the family running it so when this all started you know of course we were really nervous about it and very apprehensive but we you know the, the 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 thing was we hoped well look they're going to work with people here now and they're going to um, and see what's going to work best and all of that because look obviously everybody in their locality knows that locality best the guys running these projects they don't know the areas as well so but as I say there's a bit of a double standard going on here because I mean we we went in for a planning application and I tell you if I if I built a shop 33% bigger than what I applied for originally um I'm sure there'd be a lot of um you know kickback about it I'd be told oh, to take absolutely.
1: it down. No question um, no 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 question no question about no question. it at all Kerry. Yeah, let's yeah. let's see Peter Horgan is the Labour um is a Labour Party representative in in Cork as well. Like Peter is Kerry right about that is there double standards?
0: Uh, very much so. I think I think you can't disagree with her lived experience of dealing with the system. And I, I want to take up exactly what you said at the air, at the end there that guys running the projects don't seem to know the area, and that seems to be the biggest problem that I'm finding. And John before was saying a lack of planning or a, lack, mm. a, a seemingly a lack of planning of not knowing an area, not knowing a city or or a suburban area like Cork enough to put in a sustainable travel, travel option that works for everyone. So Kerry isn't, because sometimes when we discuss cycling lanes in this country, it begin, becomes very polarised. It becomes, you're extremely in favour of them or you're extremely well, anti it's of the them and near the train shall
1: meet.
0: Exactly. And I don't, I don't think that's a fair, I, I wouldn't say Kerry's like that at all because she's saying no. just reduce the metre by one, not knowing the minute details of, of the case, but she's saying keep the cycling lane. But just reduce it slightly. And that's and, what we And means. just so
3: you know, Andrea, I've had four I, I've had four local councillors who are familiar with this area go in last week to the county council and highlight all of this again from their opinion because obviously they know this area better mm. and it was still refused. So and I, I don't know how that, that that is a problem because like the thing is is that these local councillors are are representatives of the individuals and the businesses living in these areas. And surely if they highlight something that's a major issue and a cause for concern and has caused numerous things and has been detrimental, um, you know, the big thing here is, oh, we'll get it finished, and then we look at it. But sure, you and I both know when things are finished, people move on because they're focused on another section, another well, part of
1: the project. Just, just on that, on that particular point, and talking about projects being finished and and adding additional lanes. Like, w- what's the situation for motorists, Peter, with um, with Dunkettle at the moment? Because I can tell you, <laughs> I'd be here for an hour if I was to start reading out all the texts coming in, just specifically from from motorists talking about the fact, as this listener says, it's a total nightmare.
0: I would say the impact on Dunkettle has shut the city down from about two o'clock onwards every day. But, sure, how, um, did,
1: how was that? How did they, did, did they get that so wrong?
0: Your guess is as good as mine. What I've noticed, and where I live, is that I, I can see Cards Hill, which which comes into the, um, the South Link, uh, which is the, the spur onto the Jacklinish Tunnel into Dunkettle. Um, from two o'clock every day, that is. It's absolutely backed up. I mean, the examiner had a report at the end of October that motorists are spending 109 hours a week in, in traffic. It's it's absolutely crazy what's happening, and it's not just affecting private car motorists. It's also affecting bus users and yeah. also cyclists. Like there's more cars on the road, and it's a bit more dangerous. So, Dunkettle, like the, the new the new approaches have been opened this week. Uh, I found I actually went and had a very quiet time through Dunkettle. I found you know, going to to, to to East Cork, I found it quite straightforward, but I can see it's very easy to do it when there's no one else around you. When there's a lot of cars moving them around, I can see the, the standard for accidents happening. There the seems new... to be an accident happening on Dunkettle every single day, if not twice a day. And one is it accident the new, of a Jettler's tunnel.
1: Um,
0: I would say so. I would say it's nearly worse uh, at so the moment. Is there and, any hope
1: and, for motorists or have you any good news for motorists or any... Hope that you can give them for people travelling home from work Why later on now this evening.
0: Give yourself plenty of time and, and, and stick a podcast on is what I'd probably have to say to motorists. Because at the moment <laughs> right. we don't have we don't have um we don't have the sustainable travel options alternatives for no. people who are who are forced to take private cars. We don't have park and rides in this city. We have one park and ride place in the worst location near the Tremor Valley Park, which is halfway towards the city centre already. There's no park and ride out in East Cork. There's no park and ride if you're coming from North Cork or West Cork or South Cork. So immediately, there's no options there for people who, who might be living in, in, uh, just outside uh, Middleton, you know, not even enough you use the train station or down in Cove. You know, they have the train. Might, the train might not work. They might have to use the car for other personal reasons. Right. Down in Cargilline, the same. You're stuck with one bus service. Going in and out, which which is which is becoming fastly the, yeah. the most okay. built up area of the county.
1: So for for people, no alternatives. And that seems to be the issue that a lot of the texters are highlighting here as well, Peter, today. Like this texter here says, Dunkettle, it's so bad, I don't even go anywhere near the city centre anymore. Absolutely no planning going into it. And it only seems to be getting worse. Uh, This listener, I run a retail business on Patrick Street. I'm having an absolute nightmare with the traffic at the minute. People just avoid the area because of the roadworks and the lack of parking. There's too many cycle lanes. Do they not want people into the city anymore? Is that now the objective of the council? Uh, This texter, again... Dunkettle, a total nightmare in all directions. People running up the, the wrong lanes, cutting across, skipping the queue, so frustrating and it will lead to accidents. If you were stuck on the Dunkettle um, interchange this morning, I want to hear from you. Give us a call, 1800 Kerry, just before I let you go, you mentioned your fourth generation in the business in, in Fitzpatrick's Food Store and you talked there about the drop in revenue that you attributed being totally down to the new cycle lane that has um, gone in, in in the area, or the new traffic plans. Like, what's the future of the business?
3: Uh, honestly, you know, I, I, I would, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I'd, li- I'd like to ho- hold out hope and, 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 and say that this would be fixed because, as I say, it's an easy fix for them to do and it would make such an impact for us. Um, so, at this point, after the councilors last week, I'm I'm not really sure what other avenues to take. But look, I, I look into that, and you know what? Bottom line here, our business has been here a long time. Um, you know, my parents were, worked this to, to grow it into what it was. And and the other thing is, we we just did we just did a 2.4 million euro redevelopment in 2020, which is the real challenge here because we've only just yeah, renovated and taken awesome. this huge investment, and then this happens this year. And look. You know, like the, the the situation with the traffic at the moment, you, you know, nobody, no individual, no business minds a temporary hard part why things are being put in to make ultimately things better. If that makes sense, yeah, so
1: absolutely.
3: We knew like this year would be very challenging because all of the work, why they go on all along this route, will affect our business. Yeah. But that was never an issue for us as long as the long term solution that was put in was no, good. It was going to, was okay business, to say,
1: not see yeah, the, the drop in, in revenue that you've, that, yeah. that, that you've had. Kerry, listen, thanks a million for getting in touch with us today in the programme. Kerry O'Neill there from um Fitzpatrick's Food Store. Peter Horgan, local Labour councillor. John as well, thanks for getting in touch. More views from listeners coming into us. Um I do want to chat to people, though, stuck at Dunkettle today on the programme. Uh This listener says, in Dublin, there's many more cycle lanes than ever before. Um People can't drive around the city. We've more traffic chaos than ever. It's just causing more pollution. Well done to the Greens, says this texter. Another listener says, Will you make up your minds? There's too many cars, there's too many cycle lanes. I can't understand what people want.
0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.
1: We were talking about the traffic in Cork a little earlier here in Lunchtime Live and we've had a huge number of messages coming in from people giving out about Dunkettle. The fact that it's so bad they can't even come in to the city centre uh, anymore. This texter says, Douglas to Little Island used to be a 10 minute drive during Covid. In the mornings it now takes up to 45 minutes and even longer in the evenings. It's the stopping and the starting. The crawling traffic is bad enough but the cars flying up and down the hard shoulder cutting in, extremely stressful. Only a matter of time before I'm in involved in a crash says this texter Colum and Cork says it's the same on the N22 bypass of um, McCroom and Bally McKeira. the design is a joke the guys doing the drawings um, I've been told not aware of the area never stand oh, just, uh, the, the messages go on and on and on from people um, talking about Dunkettle. so look I want to hear from people today on the programme about this if you're in Cork if you're stuck in traffic at Dunkettle because some of the listeners are telling me it's bumper to bumper and total chaos in the morning and in the evening in particular and she heard Peter Horgan, the local Labour councillor on the show a little earlier today and when I asked him what was the advice to motorists, leave early, give plenty of time was, was the solution that he had. 1800 453 is the number if you want to get in touch with us. Michael is on the line though um, here in Cork. Michael, what was your point you wanted to make on Dunkettle?
4: Well, I, I've um, many days now, we've, we've, uh, I've actually worked in this contract, and, and many days um, we've actually witnessed where you have, for instance, cars coming from Fermi, cars and trucks coming from Fermi towards Kittel. Now, there's gantry signs back there 500 metres, which tells them which lane they should be in, back 500 metres on the Fermi side. But when they come down to the intersection, they're confused, they know where they're going, they're stopping up in the road, there's cars skidding behind them, um, there's the tailbacks happening out of it. There's other days there we see lorries with high loads coming to the, the Jack Lynch Tunnel. There's loads of warnings there about their heights that they need to be and the heights of their trucks and trailers. They're not reading them. They drive up the tunnel, they block the tunnel. All of a sudden you have the full interchange blocked up and cars going back towards Midland, cars going back towards Cork City, cars going back towards my A lot of the problem is bad driving in a lot of cases.
1: It's the motorist's fault. You're one of the officials working on Duncattle the, the, the no, works I'm only, there.
4: I'm only a contractor a contractor working here and I witness all these things kind of first time we see them going on on a first time basis every day. So you're saying it's the motorist's fault? It's, it's not all their fault but it's a big problem. It's a big, big problem. Like well the, the motorists thing, the are the saying
1: thing, it's bad planning. Well, I don't know.
4: I can only tell you what I what I see every day, and what, what the guys see he, see here on site every day, and see see happening every day. Like even here this morning, now there was uh, nearly an accident on one of their approaches because a car just stood up in the middle of the road, deciding where, where he was going to go, whether he was going to go out to Midland or whether he was going to go to the Dunkettle. So, and like this is bad driving. Like that is bad driving. There is signs back the road five and six hundred metres, big gantry signs okay. explaining clearly what lane people need to be in. So people reading.
1: are just chopping and changing lanes and paying exactly. no heed to signs. Also, coming to hear from
4: the Douglas side in the morning, you have many cars there that, that uh, try to jump the queue and they get out onto the right lane and then they're cutting back in. And while they're waiting for someone to let them back in, they're parked, there's cars blocking up behind them, their lane ahead is coming free. It's, uh, a lot of it is beds, driving. I'm sure, you, sure you, you, you're self when you're driving the motorways. You, 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 you witness this on a daily basis as well. The, the yeah. standard of motorway driving in Ireland is shocking. The,
1: the, why Why is there such traffic chaos, though? I mean, like, if this has been there and there's the, these additional link roads that have been opened since there's, the end of so, end of October, there's,
4: like... There's another thing. The Dunkittle Interchange, I suppose, was initially designed to make the Dunkittle free-flowing, right? Yeah. Well, OK, if you have traffic backing up from Cork City or you have traffic backing up from the, from the Middleton Moor or Wasp roads? well, like that's going to cause a problem, too. It's like they can, they can work all the miracles they like in Dunkittle itself, but if the traffic is backing up from the Cork site, it's backing up from the Glenmire site, that's not the problem with actually the Dunquittle as per as se. The Dunquittle is designed to make it free-flowing through Dunquittle, but if you have problems coming from coming backing up from the city or backing up from Glenmire or the town, that's going to cause other, thru- other troubles
1: so so is it, is it the know, case there is a the massive the volume
4: of cars I, I think the volume of cars on the road has just increased like you, you're in a bit of a boom in this country at the moment of course and you have uh, way more trucks and lorries on the road and way more people going to work and you know so like, that's, that's going to cause an issue but I do believe that quality of driving in this country has, has dropped an awful lot especially motorway okay. driving
1: yeah okay well listen Michael thank you for, for getting in touch with us